0: Welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can broadcast live from your bedroom, living room, bathroom, any room your heart desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tonight's episode, I'm going to start with an artist, one of my favorite artists, very talented composer, arranger, producer, musician, vocalist. And a guy that pretty much done a lot of things musically. Um, Talking about Barry Manilow, and Barry Manilow definitely um, has some had some big songs. You know, still talking about the ultimate Manilow. And I remember when this record came out back in 2002, and it was huge. It was like it just people like we we woke up with him again, and it's a testimony to the depth of the songs and. There's just, you know, timeless songs. And Mandy's like the first song in here. And it's just a real catchy chorus. And, you know, just the way that um, it just kind of just hit. is one of those songs that you just remember. And it just real real easy. And a real easy sing-along. Just real catchy. Another song is uh, Could It Be Magic. This real long, lengthy kind of cut but has an interesting layer to it, an interesting story about it. Um, down the summers did a remake of it and discoed it up. And his songs have been definitely like been leaned on by other artists. And um, real catchy song. Another one, it's a miracle. That's a real finger popping disco chorus, and it definitely blended his his style of musicianship. Definitely some real interesting groove he had going on with that, and that was definitely. A real catchy song, you know, one of those songs you get to sing along to. One of the songs that he's most known for, and it's ironic, he wasn't the songwriter, but I write the songs. And when you think about it, there was a time and point where his songs were real dominant. And a lot of these songs that are featured on here are very just as such. Now, when you listen to his music, it loans itself to different eras and styles. And yet, He always stayed very contemporary. He understood the rhythm. He understood the groove. And um, real catchy. And they have definitely a a way of catching on to you. So, you know, just one of those kind of songs. Another one. The next song is Bandstand Boogie. This song was composed and inspired by American Bandstand. And, of course, if you watched Dick Clark's American Bandstand back in the day, you heard it. And it was a real catchy song. It was a real catchy sing-along song. And he definitely, uh, you know, he caught the feeling. It was like he he could write jingles and he could do so many catchy songs. And yet they just had a life of their own. They had a groove of their own. They just were very distinctive. And again, that's a that's a tribute to what he could do and what he did do as an artist, you know. So another... You know, uh, one of those songs that finger snapping, feel good, clapping, bandstand, you know, definitely one of those songs. Next song, trying to get that feeling again, and um, Heartfelt Ballad. He wrote, he had some definitely mid-tempo songs that definitely took a life of their own, and they definitely had a way of just conveying a certain message, but yet they were Uh, quite profound you know they were just definitely something that you could you know just get your groove to you know they were definitely um, uh, very just what I call stunning cuts and just very um, the arrangements you know that's the thing that gets lost about him as an artist his arrangements are very real precise and, and very distinctive and this was another one of those songs that you know, definitely hit the spot. This one's for use, the next cut. I always dug the melody, love the way he was singing it, love the the force, I love the, the background, I like the harmony. And um it was just a real you know, one of those songs that you could definitely get into. Another song is looks like we made it. Again, he was one of those artists that he could, like, start with the chorus, build it up from there, and you would just kind of, like, just bop and groove to it. And it just definitely had a way of kind of, like, you know, was neutralized. And it was definitely, like, one of them songs that you just kind of, like, yeah, that... He had that knack. He definitely had that knack and ear for melody and tone. And, and again, that's, again, another one of those songs that just definitely captures the mood and... I always dug the the chorus of it. I like how it leads itself to a groove. It's very intriguing. I like that. Next song, Daybreak. You talk about a happy-go-lucky song. That's one of the things about 70s era music up until the early 80s that you could have these finger-snapping feel-good songs and they were real pleasant and catchy and snappy. And that's the lost art of songwriting and production today because... Someone's got so much edge in it, in it, but it really was a snappy, feel good, catchy song that you just could just kind of bop and groove to. And um, that one was definitely one of them songs that you just kind of put a smile on your face. It definitely had an edge. It had, a, had that aura about it. And the chorus was real feel good, you know, and, 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 he, and he understood that harmony, you know. So that was a tight cut. Definitely one of them songs where you're just like, yeah, that song is tight. The next song, Can't Smile Without You. It's the kind of song that you would tell someone you love, you're close to, how you feel. And it again, it it has a, you know, they may seem simple, they may seem cheesy or corny, but if you really listen to the songs, those are expressive thoughts. Those are like, the kind of thoughts that you would long to hear, the songs that you long to have told. And they definitely have a feel-good tone about them. They definitely have a purpose. They definitely have a, a, a content, you know, just really move you, satisfy and speaks to the soul. And, um, you know, he definitely had a way of doing that. He uh, And that's a uniqueness, you knowing you can do that. So that's a definitely a moving song. Next song we we'll talk about is Even Now. One of those songs that you know again, he wrote heartfelt, balladry, and if you listen to lyrics about really being expressive and I love the emotion and the chorus and how he builds up and uh, you know. And it was really um, one of the songs that you know, you can, you can tell where he's going with the direction and how he feels. This is what you ask for a songwriter to do. This is what you ask an artist to do. And that you hope that they adhere to and that they go to. Because more often than not, you don't get that kind of spin. And when you do, it's a warm feeling. It's really one of those things that you're just like, yeah, that sounds really good. That's That's how I want my song to be heard. That's how I want my feeling to be heard. So... That's a tight song. The next song is probably the main song. This song dealt with race, sex, class, lifestyle. It was like a movie unto itself. It's one, the musical arrangement had reggae, uh, not reggae team, but it had, uh, had a tropical feel to it. Had a, a calypso semi-groove, had disco, had pop. It had, a, had, a, had its own unique expression. It was Coca Cabana. And it's one of those songs that it takes you back to another time period. The storytelling, the moving, the excitement, what's going to happen next. Tony and Lola. And the groove of it and the feel of it, you know. And, and like I said before. Barry Manlow just really had a way of expressing it and 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 put you in an element, put you in that vibe, put you in that frame of mind. You know. You could dance to the song, you could think to the song, you could vibe to the song, you know, it just had all that going for it, and then and more. And um It was really one happening song. Just like one of them songs that, you know, you just you just got into it and you, you know, and it was like, whoa, this song had a, the chorus was cool, the background harmony, the groove, the melody, you know, and it was just a kicking song and it still kicks, you know, it's like one of them songs 40 plus years later and you're still like, the name is low. You just get into the chorus and again, it's a great song just a great song and 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 that's the thing about his music it has truly endured um he definitely had his own lane and he definitely expressed himself in a way that so few artists do but it connected and it still connects so that's one of the reasons why this record sold off like high kicks back when it did and it still sounds good it's a strong collection and it compliments an artist who understood the depth of music, expression, and, you know, put it there. And that's all you can ever do as an artist, so. Anyway, this is Barry Manilow's Ultimate Manilow. Please tell me your favorite Barry Manilow songs, videos, live performances, or albums. Wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for another. And uh, just because a song is old or album is old doesn't mean you don't hear something new. Barry Manilow has a lot of great arrangements and, and done a lot of things musically. He doesn't get his due, but he definitely left a lasting impact. So, until next time, keep it funky, stay on the one, be safe, be healthy out there, and we'll catch you. Peace.